0: I'm going, to, I'm going to talk very briefly. There's one revelation I want to give you. And after we are done with that revelation, we will now zoom into prayer. We will spend much time praying tonight. So just fasten your seatbelts and let's do this together. As we have been saying, every month, the first, second, and third of every month, whichever day it falls, we meet here to pray and intercede for ourselves we'll be going to the demand the new month because we know that for by strength shall no man prevail we can only rely on the mighty arm of god for his mercies to abound in the new month hallelujah so quickly tonight i want to share with you what i've entitled seven dimensions god wants you to enjoy in this month seven god seven um what did i say seven dimensions that god wants you to enjoy seven dimensions i you can call it a realm there are realms that god wants every child to enjoy or walk in and these are no new things there are things that are in the bible but i am led to just share with you and we pray to it and after that, we pray all kinds of prayer. You pray all kinds of prayer. Are you excited for the seven things? Are you excited for the seven things? Yes, please. Yes, we thank God. So, yes, sir. we want to quickly look at the seven things. But before that, let us read Revelation chapter number five, verse one. To we read through to maybe verse verse seven, maybe one to one to one to nine or one to ten. It's it's a long passage of scripture, but then this was going to be very helpful. I read from the NIV Revelation chapter five verse number one through to ten then i saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seals somebody say seven Seven. Seven. and i saw a mighty angel proclaiming in a loud voice who is worthy to break the seals and open the scroll, but no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth could open the scroll or even look inside it. I wept and wept because no one was found who was worthy to open the scroll or look inside. Then one of the elders said to me, Do not weep, see, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the roots of David, has triumphed. He is able to open the scroll and each seven seals. Then I saw a lamp, looking as if it had been slain, standing at the center of the throne encircled by the four living creatures and the elders the lamb had seven horns and seven eyes <laughs> which are the seven spirits of god sent out into all the earth he, he went and took the scroll from the right hand of him who sat on the throne that was the lamb and when he had taken it the four <clears throat> living created and the 24 elders fell down before the lamb each one had a harp, and they were holding golden bowls full of incense which are the prayers of god's people i came to tell somebody that every prayer we have prayed this week there are angels who are carrying a prayer like incense before God. And verse 9 says, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals because you were slain. And with your blood you purchased for God persons from every tribe and language and people and nation. You have made them to be be a kingdom and priests to our God, to serve our God, and they will reign on the earth. Amen. Amen. Please take me back to verse one. Take me back to verse number one. He said, Then I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll with writing on both sides and sealed with seven seasons. You see, in those days, when we talk about scroll, scrolls were some of the instruments that they were using to record the word of God. But this time, this one is not a physical one he's talking about. This is a revelation that John the Apostle had. He saw a vision. He had a revelation. And the revelation had to do with the work of salvation that somebody had to come and die on the cross but you see everything that was supposed to happen to this person was written already and it was written on a certain scroll and these things that were written on the scrolls whoever was worthy and was able to open the scroll and read or look inside it that person will now be qualified to actually die on the cross for you and I. Now, when that day came, the Bible says that there was a mighty angel who came out with a loud voice and said, people of God, angels and elders gathered in creatures. Who is worthy to actually take the seal or the scroll, break the seal and open it to look into it and when john was looking at the vision he he began to weep and cry because there was not even one single person in the whole of heaven who was worthy, who was found worthy to open the scroll or look into it so he began to cry and as we know the story already The guy cried and cried until one of the elders told him, It's okay, don't weep anymore because somebody has owned up. Oh my God. He said, Don't cry again because someone has owned up to take up this challenge. He said, Weep. Whoever, he said, Who who is this person? He said, It is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the roots of David. He has conquered so that he is the one who can now take out the scroll and open the scroll and break the seven seals which were on the scroll and all the four living creatures and everybody that was around all of them began to now turn and they began to worship him they began to sing a new song and they were singing that you are worthy to take the scroll you are worthy to open the seals for you were slain you were, you were slain by your blood. You have redeemed the people of God from every tribe, from every kingdom, from every nation. And you have made them a kingdom and you have made them priests unto our God. For these people shall reign on the earth. They shall reign on the earth. Somebody say they shall reign. They shall reign. So you look at this scripture. This was the CV, the curriculum vitae of Jesus. You see, when you are going to look for a job, you write your CV and you add the, 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 the application letter. This CV, this was the CV of Jesus. Inside the CV were the things that Jesus was going to do on the earth. He was going to die, he will be slain, and by his blood, you and I will be redeemed. So every work that Jesus was going to do was written on the scroll, inside front and back. If it is to them, it's today, we say front and back, <laughs> The scroll, it was written, the things were written front and back. So, and it was tied with seven seals and there was nobody who was ready to open it. Because once you are ready and you open it means you are going to die for us, there was nobody. But when Jesus took the scroll and he broke all the seven seals, he broke all the seven. He broke all the seven. Somebody say seven. Seven. So, you see that it was only one scroll. But there were seven seals. It was one but seven. Somebody say one but seven. One part seven. One oh, are you seven. with me? Say one but seven. One the Bible didn't say seven. there were seven scrolls. It said the scroll, one scroll. But on the scroll, there were seven seals that had sealed the writings in it. So it was one but seven. Now, when we talk about the scroll, we are talking about the work of Christ, the gospel. The Gospel is the scroll. The Gospel is the scroll. What what John saw as the scroll was the New Testament Gospel. That is Jesus born, Jesus living, Jesus dying and resurrecting, Jesus ascending to heaven. This is the Gospel. And all these things were written on the scroll, front and back. That was the Gospel. But it was only one gospel, so we don't have two gospels because that was only one scroll. So you, we don't have two scrolls. We don't have three scrolls. It is only one scroll. That is why there is nothing like three ways can lead you to heaven. No, it is either you are on the right way or you are on the way to destruction. The Bible said there is a narrow way and there is a road that is also big, but that road looks right, but it leads us onto destruction. The narrow way, however, leads onto life. But many. But few are those who find that narrow way. So Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life." So we are saying that we do not have two Gospels. The other the Paul was telling the people in Corinth that if anybody comes to preach to you any other Gospel, do not accept it because it is not from god except the gospel i have preached to you and in first corinthians chapter 15 paul said the gospel is that christ died and for our sins he died and he resurrected from the dead that is the gospel now we have only one gospel but inside of the gospel we have seven seals one but seven now the seven seals were not just written for writing for writing sake there were specific things about the seven things that is why tonight i want to share with you the seven dimensions everybody here must walk and enjoy in in this in, in your life as a christian especially the month of march be ready for the seven so you see that when you read downwards then it says in verse six that i saw four living creatures And among the elders, I saw a lamb standing as if it had been slain with seven horns and seven eyes. Seven horns and seven eyes. Seven horns and seven eyes. Are Are we together? Are we together? Are we together? Seven horns and seven eyes. Then, when you jump, now I'm going to take you through the seven items. So let's jump right now to verse number Verse number 12 But before I go to verse 12 I want us to go back to the New Testament. Let's go and read something from Let's go to Luke chapter 10. We will come back to Revelation Let's go to Luke chapter 10, verse number 17 to maybe 18 or 20. Luke 7, yeah, very good. He said, The 72 returned with joy and said, Lord, even the demons submit to us in your name. I came to prophesy any demon that has been tormenting your joy and your life. After tonight, they will submit to you in the name of jesus verse 18 says he replied i saw this is is jesus talking i saw satan fall like lightning from heaven verse 19. i have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome them and to overcome all the power of the enemy and nothing shall or will by any means hurt you or harm you. So, when you read verse 19, Jesus said, I have given you authority. He didn't say, I will give you authority. He said, I have given you authority. Not, in tomorrow I will give you. Say, said, I have given you authority. Please, do we get it? I have given you authority. So, it is already given. So, if you are not exercising your authority, it doesn't mean you don't have the authority. You have the authority, but only that you are not exercising the authority. So, now let's go back to Revelation chapter 5. Let's go back. Now we'll be getting ready to pray very soon. Revelation chapter number 5. Let's go to verse 12. In a loud voice they were saying, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain, To receive power and wealth and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing and praise. Yes, it's the same when you read other versions, it says blessing. So please go back to verse 12 and let me show you something. See, he said, Where is the lamb to receive power? It doesn't mean that, you see, and when you read Luke chapter 10. Luke 10 is saying I have given you the authority this was before Jesus came to die he said worthy is the lamb to receive power now when Jesus came to die that power was given to him am I talking to somebody let us open our Bibles again to Philippians chapter 2 Philippians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, Philippians 2, 8 and 9, and being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to death, even death on the cross, therefore verse 9, God exalted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus, every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth. And every tongue should acknowledge that Jesus is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Now, let us go to Ephesians chapter (laughs) 1. Oh, thank you, Lord. Ephesians chapter 1. Read verse 18. Having our eyes... and power and dominion and every name that is named not only in this present age but in the age that is yet to come and god has placed all things under his feet and appointed jesus to be the head over everything for the church which is his body the fullness of him who fills everything so you see everything that jesus received he received it for the church he says in verse 22, and placed all things under his feet and appointed him to be the head over everything for the church. Say for the church. for the church. When we say the church, we are talking about you and I. So everything Jesus received, he received it for the church because the church is his body, the fullness of him who fills everything. Please, are you getting me? So everything Jesus received, the, the name that is above every name, that the that seated above all dominion and power, every name that is mentioned or invoked in the present age, in the age to come, Bible said that all things were placed under his feet, and he was made to be the head over everything for the church. So it means that everything Jesus has, and everything that Jesus ever had. He received them for you and I. And when we go back to Revelation, now let's go back to Revelation 5. So when we go back to Revelation 5, we now come to understand in the verse number 12, if he's saying that the Lamb is ready to receive power. So if Jesus received the power, who is the power for? Oh, I'm asking. Who is the power for? The power belongs to the church. It's for us. So I am going to mention seven things that everybody must, you know, that these things are for you. These things are things that you are supposed to work in. They are dimensions that every child of God must enjoy. You see, you you don't need to, to stress yourself. These are things that are there for you. You see, but you see, it is one thing knowing that you have, a, you, have you have you have a property, and it is another thing enjoying the property some people have authority but they are not using authority you see you can go and stand beside your own house you can stand in front of your own gates and you can hold your own house keys but until you insert the key into the door you will stand there forever and you waste your time but if you know how to insert that is why if somebody who is a thief knows how to insert a key into your door Even though the house does not belong to him, he can come and take any property which is there. So your ability to, to, to have the house and know and get everything, it is good. But you need to know how to use the key to insert into the door and claim whatever belongs to you. So some of the things I am going to mention to you, I am mentioning them just for mentioning sake. But after here, I want you to go back and look for the keys of these things and know how to insert the keys. Yesterday, I taught you about revelation. I taught you about hearing God and hearing the word. And I taught you about how to look for what God is saying to yourself so that faith will be released. And then you walk in the manifestation of those things. So the first thing that Jesus received for you and I was power. Somebody say power. Oh. That is number oh. one. This month of March. Anything that has rendered you powerless, your power is coming back. I said your power is coming back. Anybody who is called a demon, anyone that is called a principality, who has dead the oil on your head, anything that has dead the anointing you carry, after this evening's service, you are going to demonstrate that you carry power, Oh somebody shall power. Oh, that is what we are talking about. Jesus received the power not for himself. He received the power for the church. And that's what I said in Ephesians chapter one. That Bible said that God has placed all this under His feet and appointed Him as the head over all things for the church, which is His body, the fullness of everything. So, God through Jesus Christ received the power for you. You are supposed to demonstrate power. Nice. It is one of the languages the devil is afraid of. And it is the language the devil understands. You see, the devil the devil can pray. Um, when I say pray, I'm talking about P-R-U-Y. The devil can pray around everybody just like that. But if you have power, the devil cannot pray over your life. Am I talking to somebody? Yeah. So you need to demonstrate power. You need to walk in power. If you are a man of power, let us see it. Oh, my God. So this week, this the rest of your life, I want you to walk in power. Power. Be, you are a powerful man. You are not just a, any ordinary man or ordinary woman. You are ordained with power. Jesus has given you power. Look at this. He says that at his name, every knee shall bow. Let me give you a testimony. I will, I've been saying this. Most of you have heard me say this over and over. By me, I don't take it for granted because it has not happened to me before. You are in the church, you are singing praises, and <laughs> you are singing praises, and this animal we call owl or owl or whatever. The animal enters the church somewhere, somehow. The animal is sitting on the on the on the the fence, you Is it beam or something? The, beam. the animal, the bird is standing on the beam doing praises. Then the animal falls down on the ground, boom, and dies instantly. Nobody touched it, nobody did anything to it, it died. We have seen these things happening several times in the church auditorium. Nobody has gone there to use gun or stick to kill them. They are dying by their own selves in the church auditorium. And for me, this is what we call power. We call it power. But when you have power, you don't you don't you don't waste your energy on many things when you have power as you are even walking and go to your office My if they put you if somebody takes your name to the shrine, yes. that they should kill you that your face should appear in water and that they should stab you in the river whatever they do before they realize thunder will strike on their head and they will die before that time why because you are a woman of power somebody shall power power oh. so this evening we are raising men of power, women of power, who will walk bare justice. The Bible says, and the righteous are as bold as a lion. Why? Because they carry power. Somebody say power. Uh, so power. I want you to know that it is the dimension you must walk in. This is one of the dimensions every believer must walk in. Number two is the dimension of wealth. Wealth wealth somebody say wealth 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 Wealth. Wealth. when we say wealth we are we are talking about wealth (laughs) when we say wealth we mean wealth when we say wealth we are talking about wealth it is the will of god that you should enjoy wealth some people think that when you are poor you are very spiritual sure let me give you one bible text you read it i will not explain it so much Go to Ecclesiastes, chapter number 4. Now there lived in that city a man poor but wise. He was poor but wise. And sometimes I wonder what kind of wisdom he was operating with. But it means that somebody, you can be very wise, yet very, very poor. Hmm. So it's not with... (laughs) The Bible said that he saved the city by his wisdom. So it means that guy was very wise. Because if he was not wise, how can your wisdom save a whole city? Not just even one man, a city. But the Bible said, but nobody remembered that poor man. Nobody. So you see, then he said that the wise man is saying that wisdom is better than strength. But the poor man's wisdom is despised and his words are no longer hidden. Why? Because the man is operating from a realm of poverty. It's operating for Jesus became poor that you and I will become rich. He received the riches for you and I. So this week, this month, and this year, may you walk in on common wealth, everybody here. Uh, in the name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, amen. 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 You will walk in on common wealth. Amen. amen share some people don't like money but me i like money i like money i know i'll be very i am very wealthy and i'll be very wealthy my father uh, 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 abraham in genesis 13 the bible said that abraham was very rich was very wealthy in silver and in gold and in all cattle that was abraham even abraham's nephew lot was also very rich He had servants and male servants who were under him. He was very rich. Isaac was damn rich, damn rich. So you can be rich. And I showed you one of the ways to prosperity yesterday. Look for, start looking for these these things I'm mentioning to you. I'm just mentioning them. But after year, go and look for the keys. (laughs) Sit down, pick them one by one, and give yourself to them. What are the keys that produce wealth and work in them? Because time will not permit us to go into it. The third thing is wisdom. Somebody say wisdom. 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 Bible said that wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. We, no matter what, the principal thing is wisdom. Wisdom is always better than strength. That is what the, 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 the wise man said in Ecclesiastes. Say wisdom is better than strength wisdom 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 is very good everybody must pray for the spirit of wisdom wisdom can bring you can let you build a house easily wisdom can let you set a company easily wisdom can let you it make you know how to maintain that business wisdom is important sometimes somebody can get big money but because of the lack of wisdom you will not be able to manage that that fund so after here May the spirit of wisdom inject, be injected into our DNA. May you walk in wisdom in your office and everything around you. Let wisdom be seen in your life. Amen. May you be known as the woman of wisdom. Amen. Somebody shout amen. amen. Then we have the fourth one. Is this it's the dimension of might? Might. Might. What kind of or say I'm the few will say, I'm might. Might. When we say a mighty man, we are talking about somebody, a man who has might. I'm wondering. Okay. Might. You, you need might. Everybody here needs might. You see? But you see, our might is not from the flesh. And let me tell you, our might is not from the flesh. Our might is from God. But you see, there are some things... In life, I have discovered that everything you need in this life, God has placed these things in people. So even the things we are saying that God will give you, God has placed some of these things in the people around you. So you need money, somebody has that money. You need a job, somebody has that job. You need a a place to stay, somebody has those estates. You You need to start a certain business, somebody has done that thing before you see so so might that is why david had mighty men david had mighty men because there was something david wanted which is the strength to kill and that strength was in the human beings around him so we call them david's mighty men i want you to know that there are some people God has positioned strategically in your life they are the mighty men you have And when God says that he's going to give you might, it means that you must intentionally look for the mighty people around you. There are some friends, they are mighty friends. There are some fathers God bring into your life, they are mighty fathers. You have to stop looking at all their weaknesses and remain focused about the might they carry and the kind of things you can get from them. People of God, some some friends will destroy your might, but others are mighty men. Don't lose them. Don't lose them. You you should get... You see, when you look at the security, you should have a mind. When you go to the health sector, you should have a mind. When you go to the the, the food industry, you should have a mind. In in, in every aspect of the economy, you should be mighty there. You may not be there yourself, but you should have mighty men. It's also part of the might you're talking about. Am I talking to somebody so from today, may God raise mighty men in your life. Ah yeah. The fifth thing. One, two, three, four. Is honor. Is honor. Somebody say honor. 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 In the tree say Honor. honor. honor when you consider yourself uh, or consider others better than yourself it is not uh, that one is not um, how do you call it a lower self-esteem no but that one is when you respect others more you esteem them you reverence them more you revere them yes. more than yourself that is what we call honor You see, when men revere you, it is honor. Out of reverence, men can serve you. Out of reverence, men will obey you. Out of reverence, men will do what others will not even do. Men, out of reverence, will begin to supply your needs. Out of reverence, out of reverence. When you are in in need, out of reverence, men can help you. I remember, that I went somewhere and I think I had a fault or something on my bicycle. And somebody from somewhere, I think the person has seen me before. And the guy just came around and he said, Oh, 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 is it Pastor? Let me, let me. Help. It, it is reference honor. Honor attracts help, honor attracts divine supply. That is the power of honor. Honor has a way of bringing destiny helpers. Honor. 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 And anybody that honors you, God will honor them. He said that children obey your parents in the law. Honor your father and mother, that it may be well with you, that you may live long on the earth. Honor is a very important virtue. But Jesus said in John chapter 8, I think verse 44, He said that if I honor myself, my honor is nothing. If I honor myself, then my honor is nothing. Then my honor is nothing. Then my honor is nothing. So nobody can honor himself. If you honor yourself, then your honor is nothing. Honor must come from somewhere. You cannot honor yourself. You cannot honor Yourself, am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. So, this month and the rest of the months ahead, may God honor you. Amen. I said, May God honor you. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. May God honor you on every side. Amen. Amen. May your family be honored. Amen. May your children be honored. May you receive international honor, in the name of Jesus. Receive international honor, honor on every side, in the name of Jesus. Oh, may you have honor everywhere, 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 everywhere. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I quoted John chapter 8. Uh, verse 44 when you read 44 to 48 you see what I was talking about there he was talking about honor and dishonor so I pray that God will honor one of these days the government will honor you one of these days men will honor you because you are bringing solution to to every problem to some problems men will honor you may God cause honor to follow you in the mighty name of Jesus then the next thing about about the seven things is glory somebody say glory 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 Glory. is best seen when there is darkness glory is best seen when there is chaos glory is best manifested when there is no light so whenever there is darkness, God intentionally releases His glory so that men will be gathered. The Bible said that in the, in the, in the, uh, in the days of the Israelites, God will lead the people of Israel with a pillar of fire and sometimes with a cloud of glory. The cloud of glory represents the presence of God. It is everything that God is. Some people call it doxa some people call it kabod when we talk about kabod or doxa we are talking about the very nature and the very essence and the very person of god so whenever those days God's glory descended. He descended like a cloud and it was a cloud of glory and any time that glory descended even some ministers and priests could not stand on their feet and why? Because God himself has descended and this was the case of Moses that Moses encountered this glory to the extent that his face was now um, um, manifesting the glory that he has beheld all this while and the people around him could not look into the face of Moses. Why? Because his face was shining with the glory of God and they could not behold his face. But the Bible says that the glory of Moses was a fading one. In other words, it was an Old Testament glory. That glory can finish. That glory can fade away. But in the New Testament, we have a better glory. And that glory is Jesus Christ, who has become a seed in us. And the Bible says that that seed in us is the seed of glory. And because we have that glory, we cannot fade away. We have a better glory. And that is the very presence of God. Am I talking to somebody? Yes, sir. We are talking about glory. Bible says that, behold, the glory of the Lord is risen above you. He said that darkness covers the people, and thick darkness, darkness covers the earth, and thick darkness over the people. But the glory of the Lord shall arise among you. The light of God, the glory of God, will arise over your life. I pray that in these meetings, may you experience the glory of God all around Jesus. you. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> One of these days, men will look at you and say, ah, when I come close, I see something around you. You see, when we talk about glory, glory and honor works hand in hand. Honor is such a way that people honor you and that honor, God, God will cause men to do a lot of things for you. But the glory is not just things. The glory is the presence of God that accompanies you wherever you go. So whether people do something for you or not, that glory, that presence is there. And, 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 and it releases a lot of rain. Any time you want to see rain, look for the glory. Any time you want to see rain, go for the glory. Why am I saying this? The Bible says, if the cloud be full of rain, they empty themselves upon the earth. If the cloud, the clouds represent the glory. So if the clouds are full of rain, they empty themselves. Anytime you want to see rain, go for the glory. Because inside the glory is the rain of God. Tonight, I see rain falling in your house. I see rain falling in your family. May you encounter the glory of God. Oh, in your finances, in your health, in your life this much, wherever the glory of God is, may you enjoy it in the name of Jesus. Amen. My God. My God. Dimensions. Seven dimensions. Now, the last one I want to talk about. The last one I want to talk about. Revelation chapter number five. The, the last one. After the glory, there is what we call praise. There is what we call praise. praise. When you read other versions, other versions say blessing. Do you have blessing in your Bible? Mm-hmm. You have blessing in Bible. I want to. I want to teach you something. I want to teach you something. I want to teach you something. It's, it's, the word praise especially in the Old Testament, uh, sorry, the word blessing in the Old Testament, the word that actually is used a lot of times actually means praise. So when you are praising someone, you are blessing the person. You understand me? So whenever we say that we we are blessing somebody, what we mean is that we are praising the person and we are praised that's the word the original word that is used so if you look at that word you see that they have you they have a lot of things they have added for example if you are increasing the person you are increasing the person or maybe the person has a land and the person has enlargeness then we say that the, we are we are praising the person. We are praising the person. That is what we call blessing. So the word blessing here is not just talking about the, the ordinary usage of the word where we say God bless you, God bless you. No. We are talking about a certain praise that comes from God. We are talking about a certain... Enlargement, enlargement. This was seen in the life of Jesus when he died and he was he was brought back. Bible said that. Therefore, wherefore God exalted him. That exalt is what we call the blessing. That God exalted him and gave him a name that is above every name. So that lifting that that is what we call the praise. That is what we call anytime you are praising somebody, you are blessing the person. So when somebody tells you, let's let's release blessings, in other words, what it means that Anything that can cause the person to be enlarged, that can let the person increase, declare those things. Mm -hmm. So that's why when we go to church, and they say that give us the blessing, the, the blessings before we close, we are expecting you to open your mouth and declare things that will increase people, things that will enlarge people, things that will make people grow, you understand? So you don't blessing comes to increase. Blessings come to enlarge. That is what we mean by blessing. And this evening, I see the dimension of enlargement. People here, you I see you being enlarged on yeah. every side. You are about to expand. Yeah. Oh my god. Expansion. Somebody say expansion. Expansion. <laughs> amen and amen. Yeah. how many of you are ready for these seven dimensions Ooh. i want us to begin to pray We are going to pray right now you are going to pray right now and i want you to just get set because something is going to fall right now these are the seven dimensions god has ordained you and i to work in those of us who will go for the keys i want you to look into it very well because you are going to walk in power You are going to walk in wealth or riches. You are going to walk in wisdom. You are going to walk in might or strength. You are going to walk in honor, and you are going to walk in glory, and you are going to walk in praise and blessing. Pray for you. May God surprise you. And this year, 2022, whatever the enemy may have orchestrated against us, our God is merciful and if hezekiah could pray that the decision god has taken himself god can change his mind then it means that even if the devil has planned it his, his plans will never work Amen. therefore i pray for you i pray for you and i i pray for our families i pray for our loved ones any attack any arrow of death Around us, husband. we cancel it we by the blood of Christ. We cancel it in them. the name of Jesus. Jesus. We cancel it. <laughs> we cancel it. Yeah. We cancel it. Yeah. We cancel. We, yeah. we yeah. cancel. Yeah. We cancel. Yeah. We cancel. We cancel. We cancel. We cancel. We cancel. We In the <laughs> name oh. of oh. Jesus. Yeah. Oh. I pray for you and I in that office. In that family house, if you will anything that belongs to you that somebody wants to steal, as we pray, may the Holy Ghost arrest them now. Holy Ghost, Holy Spirit, arrest them now. Arrest them now. Holy Ghost. Arrest them 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 arrest in the name of Jesus. Jesus may they be arrested anybody who has said they will steal your joy they will steal your happiness they will steal that promotion they will demote you You'll be disgraced. Whoever has planned evil, may fire strike them. May holy God strike them. If our God is God, then in this meeting, may God strike them. In the name of Jesus, may the Lord bless you with the seven dimensions of blessings. In the name of the Lord, I decree that this month, may you be favored, may you be blessed, by the 31st of this month. May you look back and say it was good that we went before the Lord. This will be your story. This will be your story. Amen. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout Amen.